Hey, everybody. Welcome to the NYC Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Mark Levine. I'm also one of the owners of EBMG, which is a New York City property management group, and we currently manage over 100 properties. So I would like to take a few minutes on this episode today. Again, it's a solo show. I don't have any guests today, but there is a new law that is coming out for um, January 1st, 2024, and it relates to inspections of parapet walls on all buildings, regardless of their size, um, as long as there's a parapet wall that is front-facing for the public right-of-way, regardless of the height, as I said, except for there's a, a carve-out here for detached one or two-family homes. So if you're in any sort of a um, three or more families, depend. it doesn't really matter how tall you are, if you're front-facing in your public right-of-way, you have to do a yearly inspection now in, for your parapet by a qualified person. I'm going to walk you through it. So um, for buildings we've covered that are greater than six stories, you have what's called Local Law 11, which is also the Facade Inspection Safety Program, FISP. Um, that is going to be every five-year cycle to ensure that your building is safe, that there's no issues that are going to present themselves. We've done episodes on this before. I'm sure we'll do episodes on it again. Um, but that's really only one inspection, theoretically, for every five years. What this law, Local Law 126 of 2021, is saying is every year, um, calendar year, we have to do an inspection of all of our parapets by a qualified person and keep that on record. Um, so what's a parapet? A parapet is the wall. If you're looking at a roof from the from the ground floor, you look at the roof line above the roof line, you'll see that there's a wall. Um, it's typically uh, to protect the people from coming off of the roof. You know, it's a safety issue, but it also ties into the waterproofing system on the entire roof itself. And, you know, you have the, the copings on top of the parapet wall. Some parapet walls are brick, some are flashed over, some are cladded over. Um, you have a variety of different things, but that regardless of your construction, you are going to have to do this. Um, so in terms of a qualified person, what do we have to do? Um, this is coming from the law itself, and I'm going to put a link to the law in the description of this podcast or video if you're uh, finding this on YouTube so that you could see exactly what it says and be um care to make sure that you're abiding by it. So it says that the observation must be performed annually by a person competent to inspect parapets. For the purposes of this subdivision, this includes but is not limited to a bricklayer, building superintendent, handyman, mason, or a person in a similar construction-related trade, architect, engineer, an inspector working for a New York State authorized insurance company, a New York State authorized building inspector, or any other individual capable of identifying hazards on the parapet. The observation must include close-up inspections of the entire parapet. The close-up inspection may be conducted from a fire escape or roof. The observations must include, but are not limited to, a determination that the parapet is plumbed by a, hor a horizontal distance within one-eighth of its cross-sectional thickness in any location, a determination of whether there is excessive deterioration, including but not limited to displacement, horizontal or diagonal cracks, Missing or loose bricks or coping stones, deteriorated mortar joints, spalling or rot, a determination that appurtenances such as telecommunications, equipment, railings, roof access rails, gooseneck ladders, and handrail attachments for fire escapes and signs have been installed and maintained in a stable condition. And if the if the parapet does ex exhibit a, hazard a hazardous or unsafe condition, the person performing the observation must immediately notify the DOB 
and the in, the owner must immediately install public protection, such as erecting sidewalk sheds, fences, and safety netting, as may be required to secure the safety of the public and have the unsafe conditions remedied. All unsafe conditions must be corrected within 90 days from the notification to the DOB. The public protection must remain in place until the unsafe condition is remedied. Um, so we've been talking a lot about this in the office this morning because this is something that is going to affect all of our buildings And because we don't manage any one or two detached families. So we're looking at over 100 inspections a year now for these buildings um, to be safe. And one of our you know, I know it said that there is a possibility that a building superintendent or somebody otherwise um, qualified could do this. But I personally, as an owner of a company that may have 100 buildings to look at with 100 points of liability, would feel much more comfortable with an architect or somebody that's licensed. Maybe they're licensed already to do the FISP inspections, have them do it um, in mass so that we can make sure that somebody with their seal is making sure that these are safe and there are no issues. And it's also a great way for us to catalog with all the boards and with all of our clients, you know, year to year deterioration as we're seeing it. One of my managers wrote me this morning and said, well, if we're doing the local law 11, the FISP inspections, can we lump this in? And theoretically, yes. But just remember, because you're only doing your FISP inspection, if you're doing it once, once every five years, when your cycle is due, that still doesn't account for the other four years. So there is going to have to be a plan in place. So what are the report requirements? And before I get into that, I usually say, if you want to email the show, do so at nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to call me directly, 212-335-2723. I'm extension 201. You can always get me or at least leave a voicemail. Email is sometimes the quickest way anyway. Um, so with re report requirements, when we do these um, local law 11 and FISP inspections, we have to upload those into DOB now, into the platform. I'm not seeing that for this, but what we do have to do is keep it on file for six years for the DOB to be um, available to see it when and if they come to the building. So the report has to include a few things. What are those few things? It has to include... The address and any other associated addresses for the building, the name, the mailing address, and telephone number of the owner of the building, or if the owner is not an individual, the name, mailing address, telephone number, and position title of a principal of the owner, the name of the person performing the observation, if other than the owner, their mailing address, telephone number, affiliation with the building or owner, and business name, if applicable, the dates of the observation, the location plan of the parapets observed, the construction of the parapet, including but not limited to material height and thickness, general conditions noted, whether any unsafe conditions were found and actions taken to remedy the unsafe conditions, any repairs made to the parapet since the previous report and dated photos documenting the conditions at the time of observation. I know on certain apps, you can put a timestamp like the old, um, when I was growing up, you would have the date and the year. Um, on the photo itself, I would recommend just when you take the photo on your phone, um, if you have the ability to just put that watermark on there so that we could easily keep that date. Owners must maintain, as I said, the observation reports for at least six years and must make such reports available to the department uh, upon request. So the important uh, facts here, just to recap this quick episode, uh, local law 126 of 2021, first inspections go into effect January 1, 2024, 
qualified person to observe and document the conditions of the parapet, which is that vertical wall that's above the roof line and all the attachments and any ladders and all that. You can do it from the fire escape. You can do it from the roof so long as you can access and get pictures of everything to make sure that everything is safe. We have to keep all of that documentation for six years. I'm just going to drop that into our compliance folder. So year after year after year, we're just going to do like we do with everything else that we have to do in terms of city, state, or federal compliance so that we, we could easily track it. Um, so I'm going to be reaching out personally to a variety of architects and engineers, uh, what I would consider to be a qualified person to get bulk pricing. So if you're involved in a company that also has a lot of buildings, this may be the way to go. If you would like recommendations of who you could call or email and ask for pricing, if you have less than 100 buildings, which you know, either you're an owner operator or a manager, chances are you're not managing a hundred buildings. And there of course are some out there, but um happy to give recommendations of who we're reaching out to. But this is something just to keep on um your kind of, you know, view of every year adding to the things that you have to do. And we're seeing the city take a real good look at the sheds. Um, borough president, Mark Levine, no relation, same name. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. We've spoken on Twitter. Um, just, I know he's busy. I'm busy. I thought it would be fun to do a Mark Levine and a Mark Levine podcast, but he's really leading the charge to make sure that, um, bridging doesn't just sit and it has to be there for a purpose. So, um, I did get a, a DOB survey for sheds on my DOB, DOB now platform because we are, I'm the registered owner for all of the sheds that go up across all of our local law 11 buildings. And I think at this point we have about 60 within our portfolio that are subject to local law 11. So we have a lot of sheds up at varying times of the year. And I know that they want to make a move towards getting these down, making sure that they're not just sitting up and, you know, there's active work going on. They're not, they're there, but you should be showing that you're actually doing the work and not just protecting the public, but having a plan in place to make sure that you can do the work, make a safe building, get rid of the sheds, get rid of the eyesore. Um, and there are, I, I think they're talking about penalties and fines and all that. So just something to keep track of. So if you've made it this far to the podcast, email us at nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love it if you would share, subscribe, rate this podcast. Five stars would be amazing. Um, as we go through this, you know, getting up there in episodes, I'm, I am finding that we are getting a greater reach. So I really appreciate anything that you guys could do with that. Um, so we'll be back next week with other topics, with other guests. I just wanted to pop up quickly for this little episode. Um, if you have any questions, reach out. Otherwise, have a great day. See you next time.